everyone. Welcome back to the Conscious Body Podcast. Jesse, welcome back to the Conscious to the Conscious Body Podcast. We're just gonna leave it in there. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's good to be back. Yes. Are you ready for today's topic? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, we have a couple of topics for today. Uh, the main one is going to be how to how to support your spouse so that they can become the best version of themselves. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. That being said, let's let's talk about how we supported each other. Okay. So let's take it back to what did I need support in when we first met? Or what did you need support in when we first met or when we first started? And then how has it evolved throughout our relationship oh, in I, these past three and a half years now? Yeah, I can think about what I need to support in. And I'm sure you can think about what you need to support in. Right. Yeah. So let's start off with you. Okay. So I know that I needed support as far as really speaking up, learning to say no, not being, I don't think the word is, maybe it's assertive, mm-hmm. not being a spaghetti spine. I think those are the main things is, is really showing up and just speaking my mind because I was always so nice about things like, okay, yes. Okay. I'll do this favor. Okay. Like I just said yes to everything. But I never knew how to say no. And especially because when we met, I wasn't a business owner yet. But that's a skill that you really need in business that I really have to learn how to step into. And I think that was huge for me. And I really got that support from you. Yeah. So the way that I supported you in that, how would you say that I supported you in that? I think more so leading by example and watching you do that for yourself. Because I didn't grow up with that. Both my parents are super, super nice. Like they're too, like I sometimes get mad because they're just so nice. So I didn't, I didn't learn how to really stand up for myself or how to voice my opinion. So watching you be very assertive in what you believe and what you think uh, really helped me. So for that one, I think that you really just led by example. For sure. So any, any specific details that maybe we can like dive into? Um, you said you said assertiveness, right? So when speaking to people, um, I think, and I'll, I guess I can touch up on this area. Um, I feel like I got that uh, through being in business for myself. My first business being a janitorial business when I was 18, 19 years old and having to literally door knock into businesses and take those L's, take those no's and learn to be assertive. And I remember being in my car, not being that person and having fear inside of me and not wanting to step in and be like, oh, my God, what are they going to say? What are they going to think of me? Maybe I should just not go in there. You gotta, like all these you know, negative emotions. But I pushed through that and I realized, well, that's not going to help me. Right. So I just pushed through. I did that and I learned to take L's. I learned to take no's. And then I learned to um, basically believe in what I was doing. And with that came conviction. And with that conviction, eventually, you know, I into other business ventures kind of just automatically naturally came about, right? That belief of what I believed in. And I know there was a little bit of ego in there as well, maybe some narcissism, but at the end of the day, it was just grounding myself and being assertive um, when it came to, you know, my beliefs and when it came to maybe people giving me some flack and stuff like that, you know? I know one of the biggest things for me was I don't want to be 
feel or I don't want to feel like I'm being stepped on. And I definitely don't want my loved ones to feel like they're being stepped on, you know, or being walked on. So that assertiveness is where, you know, that kind of kicked in. And I think you saw that, like you said, you know. Yeah, because I was so scared to inconvenience other people. Even like the simplest thing, like let's say the waiter forgot my, he gave me a spoon instead of a fork and I can't eat my food with, uh, you know, what he gave me. And I, I just be like, no, it's fine. Like, I don't want to bother him. And you'd be like, no, like ask for what you want. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll ask for what I want. But I just didn't want to inconvenience others. And so seeing you um, obviously just, with little things like that, just speak up your mind or, or ask for what you wanted. I think that was the biggest thing for me. And I do think that men and women hold specific qualities. It's not like everyone, right? But I do feel like um, we were able to complement each other in that way. Mm, yeah. So how about for myself, what I needed support on, just to kind of keep it short, um, I would say for my business is the support uh, being in, in business for myself when it came to you know, my finance business and um, eventually quitting my job, you know, last year to really go into it full time and needing that support from you. Um, you definitely helped me a lot when it came to either referrals or just being there for me um, mentally. And I think the biggest thing is is also having a different perspective. And I respect you so much for the perspective that you bring to the table because I feel like every time either you would hear me on a call with a client or something, I would ask, how did that go? Or what did you think? Or is there anything I can improve on? Or whether we were on a team call, it doesn't matter. I would ask for your opinion a lot. And that meant so much, that still means so much to me because I'm like, okay, I need to improve on, I need to refine this because I know that Jackie has that more empathetic uh, side of her, that more soft side of her. And I need that a little bit more, you know, and I know that from your parents, you got that from your parents, you know, like being super empathetic, super, you know, reasonable and having a different perspective on the way that people are either speaking to me or the way that people are, you know, trying to basically just give information to me, you know? Yeah. And I think that where we've been able to grow and learn is because you're open to that and I'm open to learning and I'm open to you're open to my feedback and vice versa. So you didn't have to ask me these things. You could have just gone about your calls and no That's, feedback. Yeah. So credit to you as well, because a lot of people don't don't ask for that or they just don't want to hear it. That's very true. And I think the biggest thing that you guys can take away from this is what she just said about being open to it. You have to 100% be open, not take anything personal when it comes to feedback from your spouse they're they you can't see it from an attacking perspective because if you do you're already not taking the feedback and implementing it and that comes also with like how do i do that jesse you might ask right is well are you trying to be better are you trying to be a better version of yourself if the answer is yes then it's very black and white you need to take the feedback either yes you're going to take it or you're not going to take it when you ask for it you know and it's like hey i need to support you in this you want to be you want to be better yes all right well i'm going to need your support you yeah know? even if it takes a five-hour conversation to understand where the other person is coming from oh my goodness yes and i remember we would have we've had multiple hours of just sitting there and talking to each other and i appreciate your patience so much because I, my brain is extremely over analytical about things 
and just over everything. Yeah, and it just tries to make <laughs> sense out of so many different things. And I come from a place of genuine curiosity. I'm never like if I ask her a question, she knows at this point, like I'm not trying to attack her with the question. I'm not doing it to challenge her. I'm doing it because I'm genuinely curious, like what's the thought process behind this? You know, like why are you are you telling me to do this? You know, um, or why am I being told this? Because I've seen other examples of different, you know, of, of the opposite or that can be contrary. So she's very, very aware of that side of me and has so much patience. And that's why we take hours to kind of dissect and see. And, you know, I, I love that you also bring in that that perspective. And I love, too, that you stick to your perspective, too. Versus me, like trying to subconsciously ninja your brain into selling thinking, you into your idea, yeah, into selling selling you the <laughs> way that I think. It's like, oh no, but this is right, this is correct, and you're like, nope, <laughs> you're not gonna convince me, yeah, because I'm very like I'm very logical with how I approach things, and I see things very, um, I guess you can say in certain cases very black and white, and it's like, no, you can't, um, you can't keep asking why, 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 and ask why twenty million times. Like at some point, I feel like you can make your own conclusions and i'm just here to help you back that up that's definitely that's i feel like that's been something that did require a lot of patience and maybe i would say it took like two two years two and a half years for you to finally understand where i was coming from with that when i would say like well why do you have to keep asking why or like why do you have to be super analytical about something so just having patience i think is one of the biggest things i think so many times uh, we want the communication with our spouse to be immediate, but it takes a while to learn how to communicate with your significant other. Yeah, and and obviously it's going to come with experience because the more time you spend with somebody, the more you're going to realize how their brain works and you have to come from that place of understanding. And that yes. means you got to have patience. That too, I feel like because of that assertiveness where you're just being very direct, sometimes you would answer questions and I'd be like, wow, that was so rude. He could have said it nicer. But I now understand like, oh, no, we're just getting to the point. So correct. Yeah, yeah. we're not like, you know, sugarcoating anything. It's like we're just getting straight to the point. And sometimes it can sound very like blunt or uh, I took it before as hurtful. But it now looking back, like it's not hurtful. It's just we're getting to the point. Yeah, I'm very I'm super to the point. I'm very just get to the point. I don't like sugarcoating. So that's something that we yeah, <laughs> we've also learned. Exactly. And then something else that we are going to talk about today is how our, how we influence each other, like how our partners influence our life. Yeah. Um, so so which which specific area? Oh my gosh, I feel like this can be in any area, like health, fitness, financial, work. This this applies to everything. Yeah. So I guess we can we can dive into maybe the the health side of it. Okay. And then also the financial side of it. Um, not necessarily too much into detail, but I know when we were doing the 75 hard program, it was more like 150 hard because oh, we yeah. had to restart a couple of times. But regardless, we were both super accountable when it came to that. Although we kind of messed up a couple of times, right? Um, I've noticed that when we're both locked in to some sort of challenge or something we're super competitive with one another like very very competitive and i love that about us and um you know that that's that support but if one of us 
messes up, you know, we have to be very careful that the other one doesn't follow that that path because it could be very dangerous. Um, maybe one example on the health side of it is when I have sugar cravings and then I say, oh my God, I'm craving this or I'm craving that. Like I'm, 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 I'm like, I'll fall for brownies any day. I'll fall for cookies, brownies, chocolate, cake. You fall for all the things. You're that person that gets caught at the checkout. Like, oh, look at what they put there. <laughs> yeah. So it's dangerous if Jackie's like, oh, yes. And then she falls for it too. And then we end up getting it. She's got to make sure to be like, nope. And then check that. And I told you too, like, yeah, you know, um, you've got to check me on that because obviously why I don't need that. It's just a want. It's a little temptation, you know. Uh, so that that's one example on the health side of it. Um, I would say on the other side of it is the financial side, right? When I had my job and I was making, you know, a high amount of income or whatever. And then I transitioned into being a business owner. It's like I went from employee mindset to entrepreneur mindset um, very quick. And that was a super fast shift. And I took advantage of that. So when I felt like my business, you know, took a super big high, it was an amazing high. And then it took a very low, low. It's like, well, naturally, not naturally, but what started to happen, I think my thoughts as I was coming down on that hill probably influenced Jackie because that also started happening on the business side, on the financial side. And that was very dangerous too. It's like, well, whether one person is suffering or not, we've got to learn. We can't go down with them. We have to realize, hey, look, we need to bring, bring that back up. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and taking it back to the health part, I feel like it's very important that you say, hey, call me out because I fall for all the sugars because we both have like our inner fat kid inside because we both love those things. Oh, we yeah. can just eat that anytime. Oh, yeah. And so I remember when I first met you, you weren't eating any of that. You were super strict with how you ate. And I was more flexible because I had uh, came like I came from the flexible dieting approach. Um, that didn't mean that I was eating all the sweets because I struggled with weight for so long that that's just not something that I incorporated in my day-to-day -day life. But I think at some point, both of us kind of got lenient and we were making these sugar runs every night. And it's like, okay, like, what are we going to snack on tonight? And so then that became the norm. And, and Jerry's, Oreos, yes. ice cream. And yep. I, yeah. And at some point I realized like, wait a minute, this isn't like, I don't do this. Like this is this isn't me. So then I started to catch that, but we were both going down the same path. It was the influence. So now it's a reminder of like, nope, I'm not doing that. You, I either tell you like, get it for yourself or don't get it at all because I'm not going to have that. Um, yeah. I, I was going to touch up on what you just said about get it for yourself because recently I think we've been doing that too. Like, Hey, are you hungry or am I hungry? And then we check ourselves like, am I really, or is it my mind playing tricks on me? And if it's my mind playing tricks on me, and I think like recently I've been hitting the gym a little bit harder. I've lost some weight. I've been doing good recently when it comes to my health. So I've been super checking myself in the sense of if Jackie's hungry, that doesn't mean I'm going to say yes to like, oh yeah, let's go eat. You know, I'm also hungry. It's like, no, she's hungry. All right, get some food for yourself. And when it comes to that, whether it's I'm going to get food for myself or you're going to get food for yourself, now you're going to be more selective about what you're actually going to eat. Because now it's not like I'm going to feed it to both of us. I'm just feeding it to myself. So if my temptation is like that brownie, oh, we're not splitting that brownie or we're not splitting those Oreos. You're going to eat all of those Oreos to yourself. <laughs> so it's almost like a subconscious like, oh, shoot, 
he's not in this with me or she's not in this with me. I better be good about it, you know? Yeah. No, that's that's actually how it works. But I think another thing is that we wanted to spend more time together. So what would we do is just go get food or just go get some, I don't know, some snacks, some sugary something. So that was like that subconscious of like, okay, if we go do this. We're going to spend a little bit more time together. We're going to be together for a little bit longer. It's just another thing to do together. So being mindful of that and supporting your spouse through that, I think is huge, especially when they're trying to get on a health journey. Um, I think last night was a perfect example. Like you had, what did you have a brownie or something? I forgot what it was. I'm not sure. Last night? That thing. Yeah. That chocolate thing that you put in the microwave. Oh, the chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, the chocolate cake. I'm like, look, That's we right. have chocolate cake. You can have it. I'm, I don't want any. Like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to defend that because I shouldn't be having chocolate cake, but I had it. <laughs> it was a small little. Yeah, it was like a, a small little... piece, but regardless. Yeah, um, but I think that's a perfect example of like, I could have been like, yeah, let me have some too. But I was very, very like, no, I don't even want to try it because I, I didn't want to. Like, I just I wasn't craving it. So in the past, I would have been like, okay, fine, I guess I'll try it. But it's like, well, if I really if I really pay attention, I don't really want it. Yeah, you got to be really mindful of like, okay, if he wasn't here or she wasn't here, would I eat it? Yeah. Or would I still crave that? Or would I still want it? So yeah. that's where like, hey, is it only when they show up and then they have these sugar cravings that all of a sudden you do too? Yeah, which was happening with both of us. Yeah. So I think that's that's a big one. Uh, and then something too. So I think in general, it's our environment that's, that's influencing us. And if your spouse is your environment, uh, be mindful of that. My brother said something recently where he was looking for a roommate and this specific guy said, hey, I'll move in with you. And my brother said, no, because you're lazy. Like he straight up told him like, you're lazy. And I, and I asked my brother like, so what was your reasoning behind that? He's like, because if I, if I live with a lazy person, I'll become lazy myself. Oof. And you know how my brother is. He's very yep. action oriented. He's up super early, goes to sleep super, like he's always just grinding. And I'm, I'm, I was kind of like thinking about what he said. I'm like, that's true. You, you live with lazy, you might just become lazy yourself. Correct. Yeah. So who's, who's, who's influencing you? I guess you can always bring it back to your environment and who's the top five people you're hanging around or you're, you know, surrounding yourself with and what type of habits do they carry within themselves? What traits, you know, what type of character are they? And are you allowing them to influence you? Cause sure you can have friends. If one of them is super lazy, it, you know, if you're conscious of that, just don't let it affect you and still be friends with them and still, you know, go hang out once in a while with with whatever, you know, things you have in common. Um, but just don't let it affect you, you know? Yeah. Don't let their identity become yours. Cause I think that can be so easily done. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Just because you can do that with good habits and you can also do that with bad habits. Yep. So what habits are going to serve you and what habits are not going to serve you is, is a good, a good one. Another topic I think would be, um, patience, having patience with one another. So I know we've had to work on that. So go ahead. Yeah. What I, what I would, the first thing that bring, uh, comes to my hand or head, excuse me, is, um, my anger. Cause I was like way more angry when we first met and that was a lack of patience on my end, a lack of patience and a lack of, I just want things now. And if they don't get done now, I'm like angry. So that's kind of like immature and it's like a temper tantrum inside of me. And I've realized whenever I do get angry or that anger comes, you know, comes forward, like, where is it coming from and why is it here? And then 
I've needed my space in the past. And I've told you this, like, I just need to cool off, chill for a little bit, and then we can talk again. But I found as we've grown and been in this relationship, I've had less and less and less anger. And it's just like, it, I've had more patience too. And it's just kind of washed away at this point. Um, so I think capturing that feeling and analyzing it and then just letting it pass. I feel like it's very rare nowadays where I really get angry. Like I used to get angry back, back then. I can't really think of any most recent one, but. Yeah, I remember those times. You just like, I just got a flashback of like anything, like a car cutting you off or like the littlest thing. Right. And I would, I remember I'd be like, what the heck's up with this guy? Cause I came from a place, I come from a place where I didn't really ever get angry. Like for me to experience anger, it sounds weird, but like I would never get angry just because I was so passive and still like chill about everything. And I still feel like I'm pretty chill about a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I would I would step back and be like, whoa, like where is that coming from? Like I didn't grow up seeing that. What's wrong with him? And I think I could have easily been like, something's wrong with him. I'm out. Like this is not for me. But having the patience, I think, was huge. Yeah. So she supported me in that of just having the patience. You know. So we're very we grew up in completely different environments. Completely different. Yeah. So that to me, I and. On the contrary, I was like, man, how can she have so much patience? She has so much compassion. Like, man, you don't get angry. I'm like, man, screw that guy. He just cut me off, whatever, you know. And um, then me, like, <laughs> you don't know what happened to him. Something could have happened. Like, you don't know. Like, exactly. he could be having a bad day. Like, maybe his loved one is sick and or something. Like, you just don't know. Yeah. So when she would verbalize those things, it would bring me back. It would, like, humble me down. And it would, like, pat down that fire inside. And I'd be like, yeah, that's true. And then my ego would be like, nah, man, F screw that dude or whatever, <laughs> F this, F that. <laughs> but yeah, when you kind of rationalize things and think of it logically, like you said earlier, are you going to let those, you know, third party things affect you and affect your day and affect your mood? And then ultimately now it's going to cause like an argument between you and your spouse because some dude cut you off randomly in traffic, you know, it's like, how, how dumb does that sound? You exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah, so having patience with one another, I think, is huge. And I'm sure you've had to have some patience with me. Maybe not as much as I've had to have with you. but Definitely not as much as, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think patience with you, I, I, see, I can't even think. Uh, I, don't, I feel like I don't even want to go there. I don't even want to think about that stuff because it's just, you know, um, patience with you. Yeah, not, not necessarily. I would just say just like that assertiveness in the very beginning. But, you know, you've got that now. You've got that now and i think you've learned that as well being a business owner being in business for yourself and you know obviously the sales side of things is super huge as well i'd recommend by the way if you guys want to be a little bit more assertive take any sales course out there or listen to any type of closers you know type of uh deal on on youtube or something like that very highly successful entrepreneurs i know are very you know assertive when it comes to business and yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I have picked up that skill, but I'm also, I still have that compassionate, understanding vibe to it. Because at the end of the day, I feel like you're working with humans, like it's people. So yeah, you still got to have that that human interaction aspect to it. Yeah. So you got to have compassion and understanding. Because I know I went from one extreme to the other at some point where I was super passive to the night, like things were just making me angry because things weren't going my way, especially in like in business wise and career. And I'm like, why isn't this working? Like, obviously, I was learning something completely new. And now, 
if I want to say something mean or something like, okay, like if I feel like someone just wasted my time, I'm like, well, okay, I don't know what they're going through. So let me say this in a nice but yet assertive way. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, just to kind of keep it on the on the support subject or the support side of it is every time you would have a win or I have a win, we're very like, oh, my gosh, good job. We're very like praising with one another, like encouraging, you know. Obviously, that's that makes the other person feel good. And it's like, hey, good job. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, what's next? What's next for you? I think yeah. a big supporter for me is like when you ask me, hey, what are you going to do today in your business? Or at the end of the day, knowing like um, that you're going to we're going to take accountability with one another. That's supportive to me because it's like, oh, man, it's holding me to that standard. You know, we don't want to leave off of that standard. That to me is a supportive way, you know, showing up to events, whether we have them here or there for one another. Um, So that's, you know, that's another way that we do that. Yeah. And I think support is also knowing your strengths and the other person's strengths and what you can be helped with and what they can be helped with. Because Lord knows I'm not good with design. I'm not good with techie stuff. I'm not good even with like setting up a camera and getting a good angle for recording videos or workouts. So thankfully you're able to step in and fill in those gaps where I feel like I could use some improvement and vice versa. Yeah. And when you do ask for that, I can't come from a place of like, Oh oh my gosh, let me do this. Like that's a negative standpoint already. I got to be like coming from a place of like, Oh my gosh, yes. Let me, let me help you. So like we can get this going faster and we can get to our goals faster you know i can't come from that place of ego and be like oh my god you don't know what you're doing here let me do this let me take over the wheel you know that's a negative perspective which i think i used to have too i used to come from a frustrated standpoint because i'm like oh my gosh i can't believe you don't know how to do this one little simple task you know whereas now i'm like okay i think okay she's not tech savvy she's not like i come from like that understanding (laughs) perspective of it and then now I'm like, okay. So that's where you have patience with me is yeah. when it comes to these kind of things. <laughs> I guess you can say, because you, you know, like even podcasting, I'm like, hey, uh, can you help me? I don't know how to connect this mic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's coming from that perspective, you know, of, of just compassion and understanding. Yeah. And I think to wrap this up, it's, it's you're a team. So are you going to work together as a team? Or are you not going to work together? Because what is the point of having somebody else if you're not going to work with them, if you're not going to love them, understand them, and grow with them? Correct. And you think about exactly what you said, bringing it back. You guys are a unit. So if one of you is moving, you know, it's just a matter of, well, how fast do you want to move? Yeah. And if you, it's got to be a push and pull as well. You know, you can't just be pulling on the other person the entire time. You know, so you have to think about, shoot, am I being pulled all the time? Or am I also the one pushing all the time? Think about which one you are. Um, and you don't have to necessarily be one or the other. You could be both. You know, it could be vice versa. I know when I've had lows in my business, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to take a pause. Jackie, how can I support you in your business? And then same thing, vice versa. Right? Yeah, I think you just have to uh, figure out what role you're playing for that season of your relationship and really show up for that. Correct. And I think, again, just... Ultimately, is, is if you guys are on the road to being the best version of yourselves, by default, you should be supporting one another. 
Yeah, and there's no wrong or right way to do it. I feel like it's what's going to work for you guys as a couple. So Correct. you can't look at somebody else and be like, well, he takes care of this and she takes care of that. It has to be exactly like that. Like, no, you are your own relationship. You're your own people. Like, you find what's going to work for you guys. Yep, and that comes down to what you said earlier as well, your strengths and your weaknesses. Figure that out. Figure how you guys can help each other out and do it. Yeah, I think that's a great way to end this episode. Yep. Awesome. Thank you for being here and we'll see you guys on the next episode.